Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles tonight to 2 Peter chapter 1 and the second verse. 2 Peter chapter 1 and the second verse. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Amen. How many of you love God's word? Amen. If you want to title this word, you can title it, Oh My God. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Amen. If you love the Lord and if you love Jesus, that is a statement that you do it by faith. Oh my God. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't love his word, you will say that with a state of shock. Oh my God. Tonight, I don't know which statement do you want to make. If you love the Lord, if you believe in His Word, you can say that statement with a state of faith and say, Oh my God. Wow! When Paul, who was formerly a blasphemer, who was formerly a traitor, a betrayer, a killer, Persecuted from the Christians when we had a visitation from God and know him and get give and got the opportunity to know him. He made a statement. Oh my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. He said, Oh my God. The difference between religion and Christianity, religion says. There is God. But Christianity says there is my God. Oh my God. But if you don't know this Jesus, it is just like you hear when you travel in the flights or when you walk around the world, you will see people having an accident and they will invoke the name of God for everything. And most of the times it's because of a state of shock. Oh my God. Tonight, God's people do not need to be in a state of shock. God is able to deliver you tonight in the name of Jesus. You don't need to be in a state of shock. Whatever you are going through, He will deliver you. The Bible says six and seven times. That means you can fall into the same issue once, twice, thrice, four times, five times, six times. And the Bible says, when everybody says there is no more chance to you, He said one more time the Lord will come and He will deliver you on the seventh time. Today, let me tell you, whatever state of shock you are in tonight, God will deliver you. Not only in six troubles, but on the seventh time. the knowledge of God. That's what the scripture that we took. Grace and peace be multiplied you in the knowledge of God. 
which means God's grace or the unmerited favor of God, God's ability, God's forgiveness that you don't deserve. How do you receive it? Through the knowledge of God. Through not knowing about Him, but through the knowledge of Him. How many of you want to say, I want to know the Lord? Amen. This is written by Peter, who denied the Lord three times. And he said, I received this grace. I had that moment, oh my God moment. I thought I will never be an apostle again. I thought I've lost my calling. I thought I lost everything that I have. But I had that oh my moment. Oh, hallelujah. When the Bible says Satan has tried to sift him as wheat and managed to deny the Lord, managed to make him deny the Lord. And devil thought, oh my God, I got the first of the apostles. I got him in my hands. And suddenly, Peter had an oh my moment where he rose up from his finger and he did not know what took hold of him. He does not know where the courage came back. He does not know where the strength came back. He did not even know how he could rise back. But there was a Jesus who loved him. Even when you had a setback, even when you had done the worst thing in your life, there is a Jesus who is able to raise you up. There is an oh my God moment. He said, oh my God, grace and peace be multiplied in the knowledge of God. It says grace and peace be multiplied. He said it doesn't stay there. He said it became increasing and increasing even as he wrote this word by the Holy Spirit and he said even now as I'm writing it's increasing even while after 2019 years ago a servant of the Lord preaching the scripture on the pulpit is ever increasing even hallelujah as I'm preaching the grace and the peace is multiplied again and again if you want to understand it a little more deeper you have to read this Psalm 35 and the 10th verse Psalm 35 and the 10th verse all my bones shall say Lord who is like you delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him yes the poor and the needy from him who plunders him Amen all my bones shall say in other words, all my bones shall sing. One of the versions says, all my bones shall sing. Hallelujah. Who is like unto you all? All my bones. Bones speaks about the most ah, weakest of times. Where you even your very bones is shaking. Where your very bones is scared. Even your very bones is too weak to handle. I mean you it is becoming you don't have enough strength inside to handle even the smallest of things. I mean you are shivering. And what is the bone saying? All my bones shake. Even while I'm shivering. Even while I'm weak. Even I don't have every answer that I've questioned the Lord for. Even when my future looks bleak. Even when my marriage looks bleak. Even when everything around. 
my bones is going back to the source of the one who made it and said, my bones shall sing. Him. Hallelujah. 
that is where grace and peace will increase. How do you know that you are knowing him? Let's go a little deeper tonight. Read the same chapter, 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. Here Peter is writing the blessing of knowing him. The blessing of knowing him. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these we may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. You will be able to know the divine nature. Isn't it amazing? You cannot walk in God's divine nature without knowing Him. You look so normal without knowing Him. You look a man without authority, without having a revelation of Him. But when you know Him, the divine nature of dominion, of authority, of power, of hope, of righteousness, your praise, it's not just voice, your praise. Like Tony said, will bring the collides down. Your worship is not just music. Your worship will bring a beautiful smell in the place that we are worshiping in. Because of that is you are worshiping and praising with the knowledge. Not a knowledge about him, but the knowledge of him. Amen. Not coming from the head, but coming flowing from Hallelujah. 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 The blessing of knowing is to know the divine nature. And the Bible says that to escape the corruption of the flesh through lust. So there is the corruption of the flesh. You are spiritual in body. You have a flesh. Flesh is the old man. The old way of thinking. But full of lust. Love of all. All the things of the flesh. Love of all, love of all, lust of all. I mean, like, liking food is okay, but loving food to the point that you forget about everything is lusting out of food. It's gluttony. Using money is okay, but money using you, it's lust. Sex is good in marriage, but sex outside of marriage, it's lust. But Bible says knowing him is the key to escape it. Praise the Lord. In other words, the Lord is saying, what is holding you together is the knowledge and the grace that flows. The day that you leave grace, I mean, some of you do terrible things. You or me can do terrible things without God's grace. Sometimes we take God's grace, you know, so granted that we, we, we seldom know what we are capable of doing apart from it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's like, uh, I mean, just to make you understand a little better, it's like me trying to do moon dance. No? Without the grace of God, me trying to do moon dance, 
I try to be a Michael Jackson, you know, without the with the with the with without the grace of God. It's like some of your Christian life is like that, you know. You think that you're somebody, but you move out of God's grace. I mean, you look vulnerable. You look, I mean, so weak. You look so poor. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The blessing of knowing him is to have the divine nature. The blessing of knowing him, if you read that scripture again, it will give you all things that pertain to life and godliness. All things. It gives you all things. It, it gives you the access to the power to have all things. What are all things that you want? You want heaven? It's there. You want marriage? A good marriage? It's there. You want to be a good husband? It's the all things. You want to be a good wife? It's there. If God has ordained a beautiful car, it's there. Oh, glory to God. If God has a financial breakthrough, it's there. <laughs> But the Bible says the 
knowledge of him will protect you from the cancer of seeds that the enemy has in the world. Even tonight, hallelujah, the knowledge of him will cause you to escape. Sometimes you might not be able to discern in the spirit what is wrong and what is right. But if you know the Lord, at that moment, you will escape the pollution. You will escape the demon. You will escape the struggle. You will escape the sickness. You will escape the cancer. You will escape the plane crash. You will escape the government things by the knowing God. That's why intercession is so powerful. People who intercede, I think gap for you is doing it with the knowledge of God. My Bible says in Ecclesiastes 8, your latter end will be better, greater than the former. Oh. In the knowledge of Him, the latter days will be greater than the former. Without the knowledge, your latter end will be worse than what you are going through today. Never trade knowing Him for anything. Everything that you have is there. Oh. He 
life with harlots? Financial bankruptcy, the Bible says he became in want, nothing he has to feed himself for a single meal. From a millionaire now to be in want. Can you imagine when he left the father? Bible says he became a slave. He joined himself with another citizen and became a slave, worked for him for nothing. He was given big food. Become a slave, eat the big food, and he has to away. And with the pigs and cleanness and off. Above all this, he lost his sense. He lost his sense. He's becoming a quiet person. Don't know what to do moment. From a oh my God moment, I don't know what to do moment. But look at the way he came back. When he came to my senses. Oh my father. Oh my father. Oh my God. He came to his senses. The Bible says, hallelujah. His remembrance came. His dependence came. He said, oh every, even the servants in my father's house. They have enough and more. Look at the servants who depend on him. Even if I'm not a son. Just like that servant I want to depend on my father. Suddenly he is seeking direction to go back. He started walking and taking direction to go back to the father's house. See, he's coming back. And he said, I will ask. I will tell the father. At least be a servant in the house. Suddenly he says, at least I can be productive in the father's house. Fruitfulness is coming back. And he says, my father will forgive me. That is the greatest spiritual awakening one can have. You can receive forgiveness. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And then he is saying, Hallelujah. When, when he came into his father's house, he is saying, Fatted calf. Financial prosperity was always there. And when he came for unclean, pinkish, smelly clothes, he was given a garment of righteousness. A ring of authority, a shoes of sonship. The father is saying, You are no longer a slave. Oh. Look at the way. And the blessing goes on. There's worship, there is shouts, there is celebration. As the, the, that is when, let me tell you, when you know the father, celebration goes on. Write it down. Hallelujah. When you know the father, celebration goes on. Till you okay. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's go 
little deeper tonight. 2 Peter chapter 3 and the 18th verse. Grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To Him be the glory both now and forever. Now he's saying, grow in the grace and the knowledge of our God Jesus Christ. Grow. How do you grow? So many people here is where everybody pain to enter. We know the first two scriptures, but here is where we need to ask ourselves, are we growing in the grace of God? Are we growing in the knowledge of Jesus Christ? Every time if we are getting up and we are thinking, how am I going to get out of this trouble? We are not growing. We have gotten a generation like that. How can I get out of this trouble? How can I get out of this problem? How can I get that breakthrough? That's not growth. Growing up is when I get up in the morning and sing, Jesus, you're the sweetest name of all. Oh, Jesus, you always hear me when I call. Oh, Jesus, you pick me up each time I fall. You're the sweetest name of all Oh Jesus You're the sweetest name of all Oh Jesus You always help me when I call Oh Jesus You pick me up each time I fall You're the sweetest The sweetest name of all in the knowing of God. Engage yourself in worship. Engage yourself in conversation with God. Engage yourself in intimate moments with God. That is growth. That is growing in the grace and the knowledge of God. You're getting closer to Jesus every day. We come and say, what does he has to tell me? Praise the Lord. If the sheep hears his voice, that's enough for the sheep. Hallelujah. If the sheep hears his voice, he knows the shepherd is ahead of him. Is the shepherd going to the valley first? Shepherd going everywhere. Shepherd helping of the sheep. Hallelujah. Don't just know him. Hear what he has to say. The more you know of him, everything will change. You will change. Your marriage will change. Your finances will change. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Your ministry will change. The way you pray will change. The way you fast will change. The way you speak to others will change. Everything about you will change. It's knowing him. All my bones shall say, who is like my God? Bone speaks about your inward man. The bones that is inside. The bones inside. What happens to our bones? 
sometimes. Psalm 31, 9 and 10. Psalm 31. The devil will try to attack us in our inside. How? Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eye wastes away with grief. Yes, my soul and my body. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sigh. My strength fails because of my need, and my bones waste away. Hallelujah. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. For my eye wastes away with grief, as my soul and my body. For my life is spent with grief, and my years with sigh. My strength fails because of my iniquity, and my bones waste away. Your bones becomes weak because of your iniquity, because of your sin. You sin against God, you will feel weak. What does sin mean? Acting independently of God. All the sins are a result of the big sin, acting independently of God. Keeping God away and doing stuff. That's it. Bible says you feel weak. Adam and Eve felt weak. They hit. But the same David who wrote this, he said, I did independently. I, I, I acted in independence. I went into a woman who was not my wife. I committed adultery with Bathsheba. I killed his, her husband to hide my sin. I did all that. I'm a king. I'm an anointed king. I'm a calling. I've won many battles, but this one battle I've lost and I feel weak. I don't know how to stand up. My bones are shivering. I'm trembling. I'm wasting away. But then he wrote Psalm 32 and verse 3. How does the strength come back? When I kept silent, when I kept silent, my bones grew old. My bones grew old. Through my groaning all the day long. Yes. For day and night, my uh -huh. hand was heavy upon me. Yeah. My vitality turned into the drought of summer. Amen. I became too weak. But how did I came out? Verse 1. Blessed is he who, whose transgression is forgiven, ah. whose sin is covered. Yes. Blessed is the man whose sins are forgiven. Whose transgression is forgiven and his sin is covered. When I said, Lord, I sit against you. And when I said, Lord, I want to be forgiven again, washed again, cleansed again, my strength came back. I came in from the weak spot to the blessed spot. Hallelujah. Tonight, my brother, don't hide. Hallelujah. In isolation. The greatest tragedy for believers is when they do something and they hide in fear and isolation, even away from God. But if you can bring yourself to the open and don't pretend there is forgiveness, there is healing, there is restoration, hallelujah, there is double portion of His blessing that will flow over your life. We don't need to pretend in church, we come as we are. That's humility. Because the Bible says, the lack of time in, 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 in Romans 6, 14 and 23 and all that you read, your Bible says, sin does not reign over believers. When you fall, sin does not reign. When you fall, grace reigns. You can come under God's grace. Sin does not 
frame and you fall. It is unbeliever that the sins should reign, take rule. But when a believer falls, he immediately gets up. Because grace is there. Look at Job, what he said about not only sin, what can attack your bone, the inward man. Verse 14, Job 4 and the 14th verse. Fear came upon me and trembling, which made all my bones shake. Fear came upon me, which made my bones shake. In other words, you need faith in your bones. You need faith in your inward man. Even things that comes to attack you from anywhere, from nowhere, suddenly, surprisingly, if there is faith in your bones, praise the Lord, you don't have to step in fear, you don't have to act in fear, hallelujah, praise the Lord, the Bible says when Job lost everything, he said, fear has come into my bones, I cannot even pray, from people, are you sitting in fear, fear of rejection, fear of, some people have fear of lizards. Some people have fear of having children. Some people have fear of not having children. Some people have fear of get, never get married. Some people have fear of their wives, their husbands. It's a negative fear. Some people have fear of their master. It's negative fear. Some people are afraid of God. Not the reverential fear, they are afraid of God. Adam and Eve, the Bible says they were afraid of God and they hid in fig leaves. That's what religion tells you, teaches you to do, to hide in the religious world. Do some things, you know, four times a year, three times a year, do some whitewash, stay there comfortably. But the same David once who feared in Psalm 34, verse 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. I sought the Lord and he heard me. David who had a calling from God who was anointed by God he stepped out for God can you just imagine you have a promise to start a business you have a promise to start a marriage you're so excited you have a promise to start a ministry so excited you have a promise to start something new so excited you heard about the extraordinary year 2019 so excited you step forward and here is King Saul running after your life things are coming against you that making you run in fear and what did David do? He stopped running and he sought the Lord. Hallelujah. Look at two people and say, stop running and seek God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How of you are scared? Will I ever get married? Stop fearing and seek the law. Seek the law. You think God he can't find a boy? He can't find a girl? The Lord can find everything else but not a good boy and a girl. Come on. 
whether matrimony can find it. You think God can't find it. Something is wrong with our thinking.
hands. Hallelujah. Because God will do something. You will see the fingerprints of the king upon those areas of God. Hallelujah. The hallelujah. Praise God. You will see the fingerprints of the king of kings and the lord of lords upon, hallelujah, those areas of your weakness. Hallelujah. The signature of God. The fingerprints of God. Because when you give your bones to God, you will understand one thing. I am priceless. Hallelujah. There is somebody who treats me like a priceless. Ezekiel 37 and the 9th way was the prophet is asking what to do with his bones. Let me tell you four or five things tonight that will help you to strengthen you deep inside. Give you peace and grace in the knowledge of him. Multiply grace. Let me tell you four or five things. First thing that you need to have is something called assurance. Everybody says assurance. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and the 7 verse. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We have this treasure speaking about the anointing of God, the oil of God in this weak vessel. You might be like a bone as weak as a board, but in this earthen vessel, God is saying, I've kept my power. Are you here tonight, church? Are you here tonight? Are you here tonight? Are you here tonight? Deep inside, God has kept the power. Have faith. Have an assurance deep inside. He's the one who called me. Anytime that you have questions from God, ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to reassure me, Lord, with your voice. Ask the Lord to reassure you with this anointing. What we need in this earthly treasure, an earthly vessel, is the treasure of God. Special is God's power, His anointing. If you don't have an assurance, let me tell you, the devil will keep questioning you. One who question would question is all is the devil. Tonight, let every question that is not aligning with God's word leave your heart, your life, your mind, every question of the enemy that is controlling your life tonight in the blood name of Jesus. Leave your home, leave your family, leave your heart, leave your life. Let me absolute pure transformation. Hallelujah. Amen. I put a bloodline over your house, over your mind, over your life. Let there be absolute clarity and light in the name of Jesus. The questioning comes, did God really say? Hallelujah. Am I really called? Yes, the Bible says. It says, how can you go unless you are sent? Romans 10 says. So you have to hear from the Lord that you are called. 
constantly heard and said to them once and for all, Lord, am I called a weak? Am I called? Show me one person in the Bible God called who was not weak. There lies the answer. assurance when Paul was in the storm he said in Acts 27, 23 and 24 he said I know that the God who I serve I know God has sent me the angel who I to whom I belong and to whom I serve will deliver me for there stood by me this night an angel of God to whom I belong to whom I serve saying do not be afraid Paul you must be brought before Caesar and indeed God has granted you with all those who sail with you when he was caught in the storm Isaiah 49 6 says God hides 
Lord, Haiti needs to be sought. Cannot be glamorous. Every day he hides himself to be sought. Hallelujah. 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 We know there is a devil who has schemes to make you trip and make you fall. It is important to seek him. It is important to strengthen the feeble bones. Hallelujah. In the presence of God. Number three, know that you can't do it alone. Look at two people and say, you need me, bro. You need me. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Isaiah 41, 6 to 8. Isaiah 41, 6 to 8. Everyone help his neighbor and said to his brother, be of good courage. For the craftsman encouraged the goldsmith. And he who smooth with the hammer inspired, he who strikes the anvil, saying, It is ready for the soldier. Then he fastened it with pegs that it might not bother. That's enough. Craftsman has to encourage the goldsmith. The goldsmith has to encourage the craftsman. Pastor has to encourage the congregation. Congregation has to encourage the pastor. Husband has to encourage the wife. The wife has to encourage the husband. The businessman needs to encourage. Hallelujah. Praise God. The, 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 the one who is working. The one who is working needs to encourage the businessman. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. The baker needs to encourage the butler. The butler needs to encourage the baker. I mean, you need to encourage each other. This race. Hallelujah. Do one thing tonight. At least start to go, go and encourage your husband of yours, wife of yours. And say, we'll do it together. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Since lack of time, you can encourage me on Sunday. Bible is not accurate. 
Cyrus was born 200 years later. Oh. After Isaiah prophesied. Okay, let me get your attention. God's focus was on you. Even before you were ever taught yeah. by your mother. Oh. My God, my God, my God. God, that's why in Acts 17 it says he has already decided which country, which language, which race, which color, the boundaries of your dwelling, everything he has preordained. Amen. Amen. He is speaking about Silas and his calling and his anointing and his purpose. 200 years before he was ever born. If you would just understand this, your bones will never become weak. Not the day of your life. God's focus is on you. He says, Whose right hand who have helped to subdue nations, to lose the armor of kings. There are certain Doors, there are certain blessings that the devil is holding on. But God said, He can hold you till I reveal you. There are certain blessings He's going to unlock through your life. There are certain anointings, certain aspects of God's heart is going to be open through your life. Oh my Come up before them. They will break out, pass through the gate, 
and go out by it. Amen. The one who breaks open his name is the God of the breakthrough. The crooked ways he will break open, make it straight. Tonight things look crooked in your life. The hard, hallelujah, like brass, like bronze. God will give you a breakthrough tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. But tonight that is the word. Hallelujah. God's focus is on you. God's focus is on you. There will not be any door which will be permanently closed over you. God will Bible says open double doors in front of Cyrus. Amen. Cyrus stepped into this prophecy and saw all the doors open. But then he said, God's focus is on me. Not single door, double door open in front of Cyrus. God's focus is on you tonight. Let's go back close and I should pray tonight. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Say, Lord, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. 